0: At 405-651-3439. Or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and TJ
1: Perry. Welcome back to Neighborhood Jam Hour 2. T-Row in the Morning Show on this Friday, September 1st. It is our first OEC Fiber Football Friday of the new season, and it is our annual Joe C. Day today here. Come on by. They are serving breakfast now here at Neighborhood Jam. They're always open, 7 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. Uh, you can always skip the line and join the waitlist on Yelp or on their website at that'smyjamok.com. And start your day at Neighborhood Jam. You'll love everything on the menu, whether you choose the breakfast tacos. That sounds good today. I might go mm-hmm. there pineapple bourbon pancakes or the acai bowl everything is made from scratch daily with the freshest ingredients all right one hour down joe two to go and i apologize for whatever is about to happen but a regular fixture for us during football season is uh steely's uncle joins us on friday to give us his thoughts on the game i think he was on with us last year when you were yeah he
2: was i hadn't talked to him for a while but
1: we haven't he either was. yeah i think he's there now uh uncle good morning how are you today
3: well i'm a little bit confused to be honest with you where you guys been what happened to 94 7
1: tj could you uh could you let him know how he can listen get the app uncle
4: get the app uncle yeah
1: well i was Flipping around all the
3: channels, and uh, some loudmouth somewhere else said, and I quote,
1: those yard birds are going away. <laughs> We're still here, Uncle.
3: I guess that ain't true.
1: Not true at all. DJ, We're better better. happy
3: birthday, baby. Joe C., it's an honor as always. Joe, if I may, I have a few uh, suggestions for realignments. So that'll be
2: good. Uh, I can't let's wait start to hear with it.
3: That, Joe, you're going to love it. You're absolutely going to love it. Now, I say, let's just create one big league. Let's get together with the Big Ten. Then we add Notre Dame, Clemson, and Florida State, the Big Ten, those three other teams, plus the SEC, and we call it Football Unlimited. F.U. for shorts. Oh, no I, no. I can see the logo right now. A giant F.U. on a shield with a football. Big time. Let's do it. What's your next idea, Uncle?
2: That's not the cheer. Choo- you're going to have coming from the stands.
3: I've heard that one before. Hey, here's here's the other idea, T. Rowe, all right? Just split us up. Everybody else plays in the P.W.A., the Pop Warner Association. And that league can be on Nickelodeon.
1: Okay. So uh,
3: right. crybabies like Gumby and O-State can play in the Pop Warner Association. We'll roll with Football Unlimited. Baby, Fu. you.
1: All right. All right. I'm sure Joe is considering that. That's Uncle's
2: uh, that. Uh, version of the premier and relegation.
1: That's right. That's right. The championship. That's right. Nailed it, Joe, as
3: always. All right. Joe, as for the ale work stuff, all right? couple ideas for you. The, Switzer's, uh, the Switzer Spritzer. Wine like from Switzer's Vineyards in a, in a dash of ginger ale. We also need the peppermint patty. A nice peppermint <laughs> oh. vodka beverage for Patty Gasso.
1: <laughs> These are actually uh, pretty good. Should, they're in a
3: the- This Buds for you is just an ice cold Bud to honor Bud Wilkinson. Wait a minute, they're woke. We can't, we can't do that. They're woke. I forgot. Uh, and then finally, the boiler baker maker. That one is self-explanatory. All checks to Uncle Enterprises,
1: LLC. <laughs> Those aren't bad. No. Hey,
2: it's a growth brand. You've got to right. be looking at new Spritzer, markets. Spritzer. I, like, I like the uncle thinking about how do you expand your reach. Mm-hmm. This is. Uh, this is trying to have something for everybody.
3: T-Row has for a prediction for Saturday. Are you ready? I'm ready. It's a big red route, baby. Dylan will be dealing. Marcus will be a major factor. Justin will be busting ball carriers. We'll get Bowen going. (laughs) Panic will cause panic. And in general, we will kick some booty. OU scores twelve TDs plus twelve extra points. That's eighty-four. Plus one field goal. That's (laughs) eighty-seven. Plus one safety. By my math, that's eighty-nine. That equals eighty-nine to nothing. OU. Jackson Arnold comes in, throws for four hundred yards and five TDs. (laughs)
1: That's (laughs) all right. Eighty-nine nothing, Uncle. We got you down.
3: It's an honor, gentlemen. TJ, well, happy 50th, Josie. You are the best.
2: I've known the uncle since uh, I got here, so it's my 26th year, so it's good to hear your voice again.
3: See ya, Uncle. Reunited, and it feels so good.
1: <laughs> there you go. Steely's uncle, 89 nothing. his official prediction. Jackson Arnold off the bench, four hundred yards and five touchdown passes. So we'll that's see. a stat. He is uh, habitually optimistic. Uh, what have you? I see something on the table that I'm very eager to uh, see more of. Well, so what do we have here?
2: You know, Toby, it's a another uh, tradition of our show to um, think uh, about what I can do, always do to help you. Our voice. I mean, obviously, this is your show. Uh-huh. But you're also it's the TJ voice show. of the sooners. There's no help in your and, job I've uh, been trying
4: to do it for almost 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> well, right.
2: And so you know, I've been uh I've got some I've got some spies. And each year, you know, they deliver information to me that mm-hmm. um I need to do something to help you increase your swag, right. and coolness, and obviously your drip. Yeah. So Sounds like my daughter so t- is your spy. So today, uh as it's our honor to present you with a new pair of Jordans that wow. just dropped. Jordan 4s. These
1: are Oh, these are the new Oh my goodness. Look at those. TJ I my daughter is going to be so jealous. Look at those bad boys right there.
4: Thank if you, you, if man. your spy was your daughter, they would be coming in a much smaller size. They would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dad wears a, a women's six a or smaller. whatever it may be. Yeah.
1: Sweet, man. Look at that. I mean, this is really, at this point, the whole reason we continue to do Josie C D. Well,
2: yeah, I did f- – <laughs> I did. <laughs> that did cross my mind. <laughs> just,
1: Joe says, "Are you sure we want to keep doing it?" I'm like, "Heck yeah, we want to keep doing it." We, yeah, thank you, Joe. Yeah, you, brought, you brought
4: your shopping bag with you here.
1: Extremely That's, generous of you. Thank you, TJ. These are. You know what the fours look like, Teach?
4: I've probably been shown by my kid, but I don't. I, I don't. Oh, I get confused with all the numbers and the lows. This and yeah. Jay's that. So I, I see so many hundreds of them sent to me by my kid. I probably well, have.
1: a picture on uh, the X machine. you got to have the soon, heat so. on your feet. That's it. <laughs> <good. laughs> I cannot wait for TJ to see what you brought for him today, by the way. Uh, Joe has brought I, I, a 50th I am birthday pretty, gift for pretty TJ. proud of that
2: one. That's, I can't wait to see your face when well, you see it. What's great it. about well, I'm it, I'm a little nervous not. over the way you guys are talking about oh, oh, no, 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 no. no. it. You're going to love it.
1: I, I, what's great about it is, and I don't want to give anything away here. I'm going to try not to give anything away. This is something that you... Had to do in advance because it, it takes some time, and yet it didn't happen too long ago. So you've had to act quickly. I mean, this is a magic trick that you have pulled off right here. Yeah, this is amazing. Pretty much yeah. sooner magic. TJ's, sooner magic for his fiftieth birthday. TJ's head is spinning right now oh, trying man. to figure it out is. what you. Oh it have is. It uh, is. It's not a pair of shoes, TJ. I'll tell you that I, right now.
4: I've already cried once today, so I hope that it's not twice. So
1: why did you cry?
4: Um, big shout out to Burley and Tracy, who sent me a uh, cameo this morning. A, 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 they called it a textio, since they don't have cameo. And it was a video message that got me all choked up this morning, uh, about 5-something wow. in the morning, uh, about 5, 5.15, yeah.
1: Are you getting softer now that you're 50 years old?
4: Uh, that might be it, that might be it, yeah. But yeah, thank you to them, because they did have me uh, choked up this morning.
1: Oh, very good. Our listeners love you, TJ. So does uh I know you and Joe feud from time to time but yes we feud all about you as well so <laughs> Um okay so you guys dropped an announcement yesterday about a new endeavor called ASD this is NIL related mm-hmm. so what can you explain to us about first of its kind in co- in collegiate athletics
2: Well ASD is uh stands for Athlete Services Division and uh we uh We've partnered with an outside firm, Altius uh, is the name. Actually, we've um, had a a contractual relationship with them for for quite a while um, as we've been able to work through any and all new elements surrounding um, name, image, and likeness and trying to put our institution at the forefront. They're one of three companies that we work with. You know, there's uh, still a misnomer that... uh, you know, the university can create NIL. That all has to be done outside. So right. people want the institution to be more active in the NIL space. The only way that happens is if those people get involved in the NIL space, right. whether it's through uh, activating around their business or product or service that they could engage our athletes or in today's world uh, with one of the collectives. We have two that are in the area that are uh, viable crimson and cream. And uh, there's a relatively new one called the Sooner Nation collective. And either one of those uh, people just want to make a contribution that goes to uh, to a collective. You know, they can do that um, because the collective deploys that in other ways, serving the community, charitable work, things of that nature. But we, We know that like anything else in our world, things continue to grow. And what we're trying to do um, with this partnership is uh, certainly navigate the uh, NCAA rules, you know, carefully. Uh, We have a state law. There's interim NCAA uh, interpretations that are are out. Obviously, the IRS issued one around collectives not too long ago. Um, So all of those things continue to evolve. We're in it. We're in a space that never had any regulation, and still really doesn't. Um, things are happening in real time. People are being innovative and creative, and that's what we're trying to do with this, Toby. Um, so it's a uh, it's an an opportunity for us to help our athletes, and this is a space we can play to uh, be more engaged in helping our athletes understand what building their brand really means. We've been doing some of this, financial literacy, under, helping them understand mm-hmm. reading contracts and what they're signing. But
1: this is tax ramifications. Yeah, all all of kind of of that.
2: we've been doing all of that. But this is taking it to another level. And um, hiring, uh, actually Altius hires the staff. It'll have a an executive general manager and a, a another business-related person that's going to be working with the sports to help them understand the space. Um, Again, we cannot go out and uh, manufacture a a deal for an athlete, can't facilitate a deal for an athlete, but we can be more engaged in the community um, through this partnership because they do it. We're getting businesses to understand how you can make the connection, but our work uh, focuses around – adaptability and uh, uh, empowering our athletes uh, to um, take advantage of these opportunities helping them understand where the opportunities exist taking opportunities themselves to build their brand and in, in the future we'll have content creators we'll have ways for them to tell their stories and and uh, for them to take that and then they could go out in the community and find ways to monetize it. So we're teaching them to do it right. for themselves. That's the space we can play, that uh, navigates you know the rules that exist. And so this is really a a skate where the puck is going, type of move. We believe it won't be long before you know everybody sees what everybody else sure. is doing and tries to do this. I think my personal opinion is that this type of effort including being more active in the um, business space, will eventually come under the athletic department. I, I really believe that's going to happen. Um, maybe it's two or three years down the road. I can't say exactly when, but I do believe it's going to happen. The, the um, importance about this is a model of this type is, um, is able to pivot and come under the athletic department right. umbrella. And so we're preparing for the future, only doing what You'll we be can ready. now. Mm-hmm. But um, the, the group that we have can be far more engaged in the, in the community than
1: we're capable of. So let me uh, see if I understand this correctly. So this is a division of the athletic department now, such as um, you know, academic uh, help would be or uh, advisement, such as nutrition, such as strength and conditioning. All these different areas of of the athletic department. Now there is one called the ASD that is uh, for the purpose of education and I don't know if a help setting up, you're not, I don't know if you're help setting up these, but educating in the NAL world.
2: Right. Teaching. Teaching. Yeah. Yeah, So. And assisting. Assisting. Yeah. yeah. You know, athletes get called and, you know, some businesses, already take care of that for them. Some are asking them to do things that they're really not sure. Uh, there's so much for them to do that we can help teach them, just that we can't do it for them. And so right. we we just want to get them more active, if they want. This is a voluntary piece for them. They have to opt in to doing this, so it's it's not something forced. But to your point, it's a much more um, ambitious Way more people that will serve athletes, and then be able to grow this. Um, I, I just think there's going to be for athletic departments um, an opportunity to you know work hand in hand with athletes at some point. Yeah, I think I that's so. the way it goes. necessary middle you step. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're in this kind of weird space mm-hmm. where we want to do more, but obviously we're trying to do things by the rules. But y- y- this is this is a big step to.
1: to um, helping them help themselves the perception out there is that Oklahoma has taken a significant step up in the last year in the NIL world in the NIL game accurate
2: yes and that that's another part of this that the um the business relationships have to continue to evolve let's let's just say what it is we we need more help in that area um the uh You know, the athletes are talking about that during the recruitment process, whether it's coming out of high school or in the transfer portal, wherever it might be. It's a big part of the conversation our coaches have to engage in. Uh, There's um, obviously ways that they talk about it, but the best thing we can do is have more businesses engage with the athletes Mm -hmm. and for that story to be told, because that's the way other athletes who are thinking about coming to Oklahoma – see it happening and some have been phenomenal some of our athletes have um decided to get their own agents to go out in the community and get these these uh, these type of business is that how the general booty
1: horseback situation right, took several place? yeah yeah, yeah. they
2: actually you know we've had athletes since this all launched in the summer of 21 go ahead and get their own agent to go out and um, seek these deals and that's fine that's That's actually a very good way to do it. Um, The collectives do some of that work. Businesses are calling us, asking how they can get involved. And this general manager would be able to steer them the right way um, in in that endeavor. And there's so many more things that people can do. We're having businesses now saying, you know, at first I felt a little awkward. Didn't really know what to do. So I sort of, you know, tried it. Then I learned, like, this is a... This is really good. And, you know, the, their, their uh, consumers, the people they're trying to reach, were responding well to it, so they engaged even more. And this year now, the third year, they're getting much better at it. And then we just need to get more people to get engaged. That's the bottom
1: line. Could I give you a recommendation? Yeah. I would say day one of this new, you know, the educational setup that you have for the athletes as they're coming through. I would pull uh, as an example of how to do this masterfully – Uh, how TJ has manipulated Chick-fil-A this week into getting free food constantly out of them as his own personal NIL. It's exactly...
2: Exactly Great example
1: of, of, of uh, you could show to your athletes. That's the
2: part. about That's the team effort we're talking about.
1: No, that's completely selfish effort that he's done on his part. The yeah.
2: partnership, that's how you move the needle. That's <laughs>
1: exactly right. Oh, seriously,
2: yeah. that's how you do it.
1: That's right. No,
2: no that's how you do it.
4: See, really
1: shaping the minds of the future athletes at the University of Oklahoma. That's what you're doing.
4: By the way, all your tailgating needs, Chick-fil-A over here on the east side of Norman at 12th and Alameda.
1: We'll take a break. We're getting close to Andy Staples joining us. We're live here at Neighborhood Jam. The place is filling up. Sooner fans are here. The legendary lumber lady is in the house. We'll be back.
0: The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best.
4: WTJ TJ, and Joe C. back with you. It is the T-Row in the Morning Show. This hour brought to you by a new sponsor here on the Ref, High Tower Clinical, HightowerClinical.com. Bringing clinical trial opportunities to Oklahoma. No cost or insurance needed to participate. Medication provided for free. Patients are compensated for their time locally, conveniently, in various metro area locations, and also coming soon to Ardmore. So a big thank you to Hightower Clinical. You can visit them, hightowerclinical.com, or text 405-831-5905 for more information. Hey, uh, teach?
1: Yes. We got some breaking news. Can I jump in here real fast?
4: Yes. Breaking um, news brought to you by Wagner's.
1: This just uh, dropped in the last, uh, looks like, nine minutes ago that the acc has officially now voted to add stanford cal and smu we expected this to happen but it's official now the acc going to 18 schools that will start next year wow 20 2024 so uh stanford and cal have found a home and smu has made their way into a uh so the opponent in week two next week's opponent by the way now a power five opponent Joe, the ACC team that's coming in here at the SMU Mustangs will be here next week. So way to go. Just added another Power 5
4: team to the uh, mix. That's that's an early news dump for a Friday. Normally it waits until we get off the air, so (laughs) glad (laughs) they you. All
1: right, what do you got for Joe? Uh,
4: I'm going to just wrap several of these into one, and they're going to kind of hit everybody and everything that he wants to hit on here. I've been asked about... Where Love's Field's at with softball, where the uh-huh. fundraising for baseball and when renovations may start with uh, with Dell? I've been asked here about Lloyd Noble. I've been asked here about okay. uh, facilities at the football stadium. So I'll just let him wrap all that kind of into one, however he wants to answer it.
1: All right, Joe, we've got a collection of questions that have come in for you regarding uh, way, C, Rick, Hart, Rick Hart. Yeah. Oh, here, his mic's not on. People people uh, hear what you're saying. Yeah. Rick Hart. Yeah. Rick Hart, the AD at uh, at Southern Methodist, right? You got another uh, branch.
2: Sorry about that. I thought we were still off the <laughs>
1: – We're so, back on. We're yeah. back on.
2: Uh, yeah, Rick Hart, the uh, athletic director at SMU. That's what a coup a, this is for them. Phenomenal. Yeah. It, it, it's th- That is a truly historic move. Yeah. And uh, the way they navigated it, I know right now people will talk about maybe – what they had to do, but you have to think about these moves had to in the long term mm-hmm. and that's that's that 's what big time leaders do in in universities that have this foresight. I understand it 's unconventional, way unconventional, but when you 're trying to um, build your university in a move like this you 're playing the long ball and uh That'll pay dividends in the long run.
1: Yeah, they're giving up. I, I've lost the story here, but they're giving up media rights. Uh, SMU is uh, in its first seven years in the ACC. That's that's a lot, but you're right. The lot. long game here is they're in one of the big boy conferences, so huge. It's it, it's a game changer. Yeah. A-
2: again, that 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 is not often seen in. in uh, in college athletics, you know, for I remember early on becoming an AD, it was almost taboo to say the word business. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, things have can't changed. say yeah. business. Yet, every time, you know, an AD gets hired, though, one of the key requirements of their job relates to fiduciary responsibility. Of course. And how they. Amass a budget, how they balance it, obviously different schools have different challenges, but there's a business behind college sports and it's it's unique it's a very unique business, and we've had to adjust to a lot of different changes over time but toby college athletic departments are being asked to pay in some cases for the full full amount of a of the experience for the yep. programs that you sponsor and it really it rubs me the wrong way when people just say, well, it's all about the money. Well, I've tried to. You've got to pay the bills. I tried to fly our team on a charter everywhere and just say, well, w- wouldn't you do that for free? <laughs> right. American Airlines, you know, Delta, United, whatever it is, don't, wouldn't you just fly us for free for the good of it? No. You've got to pay. I mean, we, food costs. Obviously, we pay full tuition and uh, uh, room board books, fees, uh, uh, cost of attendance. Uh, the facilities salaries We want the athletes to have a great experience and so some schools are in positions to do more than than others we get all that but uh we're trying to do the best for the athletes that we serve that's that's the role and obviously what it also means to um the rest of the university that reflects positively on the institutional mission so there's a business to this Uh, now that doesn't mean uh everything goes there has to be some some other uh characteristics and and values around the way that you run a business but uh that's in the long run that's why some of the schools are seeing this you know how the their the at their university is going to be viewed in the future
1: okay we've had a lot of questions come in about uh loves field baseball stadium renovations basketball arena stuff like that let's table that for now because we need to take a break andy staples is going to join us on the other side We will get back to all the uh, uh, stadium and renovation uh, questions coming up a little bit later on. It's Joe C. Day. We're talking to Andy Staples live next.
0: The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510.
1: All right, welcome back, everybody. Neighborhood Jam, it's Joe C. Day, the season opener coming up on Owen Field tomorrow, and we're hanging out with the AD all day today. The breakfast order has been placed, and I, are we got uh, Andy, TJ? Uh-oh, do we have TJ is the question. TJ! Uh, TJ is on his way out, t Drake, do we have Andy Staples there? Yeah, he's I right see. there. Okay, all right, very good. Let's bring him on now. From Now from on 3 sports. The legendary Andy Staples. Andy, good morning.
5: Good morning. I am jealous I'm not with you. I would be ordering a hot jam biscuit with that the jalapeno peach jam. I would make it nasty for an extra two bucks. I have done it's this sharp. before, and it is spectacular.
1: He is sharp, Joe. He is sharp.
2: My man. He's right out of the gate, just <laughs> with <this>, the food <laughs> reference.
1: Angie, what, uh, Andy, what did you think about the uh, opening night uh, football last night?
5: Well, as a resident of Gainesville, Florida, I can tell you that the, uh, the town's going to be down for a bit. It's going to be a, 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 a pall has fallen over, uh, fallen over the place. So, uh, but at least the weather's nice, and the hurricane didn't, didn't do too much damage the other day. So that's, that's where, where people are looking at the bright side.
1: That was rough. They did not look good, and Utah with a couple of backup quarterbacks diced them up. A uh, bit of a pillow fight up in Minnesota, but an exciting finish anyway as Minnesota eked out a last-second field goal to beat Nebraska. What about what about tomorrow? What's uh, a game or two that you're most looking forward to? I want to see that
5: South Carolina North Carolina game because yeah. I, you know, Drake May is awesome, and, and I don't know if North Carolina's defense has gotten any better though. That's that's the big question is. Is can they stop anybody? Because if they can't, I, I think South Carolina may win that game and, and you know start surprising some people this year. Um, and then, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't mind seeing you guys. I, I'm very curious to see what you guys look like in year two under Brent Venables. So that's a, that's another one. And then, and of course, Alabama Middle Tennessee. I know everybody's waiting with bated breath for that one, but I, I kind of do want to see what Alabama's quarterback situation looks like.
1: Yeah, that'll be interesting. A lot of talk about that uh, going into the season. What do you think about Brent Venable's team going into the year? Well,
5: they should be better. I mean, this this is one
1: of those things where, you know, I always look at
5: head coaches going from year one to year two, just like you'd look at a player going from year one to year two. You, You didn't know what you didn't know that first time around as a head coach. And now you've had an off season to kind of button all that stuff up. And I would think that that's that's where they're at right now. I would think in terms of the defensive players learning the scheme, they're probably a lot further along to avoid some of the coverage bust situations they had last year. And then offensively, I think you know you, you probably call plays a little more confidently when you know that you have somebody behind Dylan Gabriel, that if something happens, you, you feel comfortable putting them mm-hmm. in. And I think that's, that sounds like where they're at with Jackson Arnold. So I think that, that makes for a different type of, play calling menu than you would have had when you're not sure what you got behind that guy
1: hanging out with Joe here today we've been talking a lot of realignment and NIL and stuff like that within the last 10 minutes or so this this news has dropped that I guess it's official now Stanford Cal and SMU are headed to the ACC they'll start play in 2024 I mean My initial takeaway from this, Andy, is what a coup this is that SMU has pulled off. I know that there's some Uh, financial ramifications here, but SMU getting into one of the power brokers, man, amazing.
5: It's a bet on themselves. I mean, basically they're going to take no money for, I think, nine years from the conference. And basically saying, hey, we will cover that money. We We will have, you know, as much as, our boosters will cover what we would have made from the American and we're going to keep trying. Now, none of this makes sense. still, unless you look at it through the lens of they had to add three schools because if they were to lose the three schools that were against this move, then they would have, ESPN would have been able to cut the amount it pays them. And so that's why there's three. That's why it's not just Cal and Stanford. So it's, They're future-proofing themselves, and what's interesting to me is I know that that Clemson and Florida State and North Carolina, obviously the SEC would be a preferred destination for a couple of those, but this doesn't incentivize the SEC to do anything, because now ESPN is going to have to pay more for a less interesting ACC, Mm -hmm. and there's not as much money to go around. so. It's a strange situation, and, and if I'm Florida State and Clemson and North Carolina, I'm I'm just furious today.
1: Where's this going, Andy? Where uh, 2030, what does this all look like?
5: Well, here's the thing, and I, I keep playing this out in my mind. So I don't think, again, I just said that ESPN is not incentivized to pay more. The SEC's not incentivized to take these schools. But what if the Big Ten were to want them? What if the Big Ten were to come in and say, we're going to grab them, and we're creating this Super League that's going to, that's going to span coast to coast, that's going to be in the North and the South, you know, because the one footprint the Big Ten hasn't been able to, to break into is the South. If you got Clemson and, and Florida State, you'd have two big football brands. North Carolina is a, a school and a, a you know, able footprint that, that both leagues have coveted. That might force the SEC to make a move anyway, and, and so everything feels like it's pushing more toward this Super League-type thing with, you know, the top 40 or so schools. And, you know, the, the Big 12 seems to be the one kind of bulwark in the middle that, you know, it doesn't look like the Big 10 or the SEC wants anybody there, but they've got this league where everybody it kind of feels the same in terms of same goals, same, they really feel like actual peer institutions. And so I don't know what happens there, but it does feel like the big 10 and the SEC are just moving toward this because I, if you play this out, there's no scenario where Clemson, Florida state, North Carolina, don't get hoovered up by one of the two.
1: What, uh, Joe, you want to comment on where this is? Your microphone's up, 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 There you go. Um, where Sorry, we're I was headed trying to this? order some coffee. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. It's kind of rare. over here today.
2: Yeah. Our second cup in two hours, but, um, yeah, so obviously I'm in a precarious position uh-huh. <laughs> uh, with uh <laughs> discussing this, but um I I was really listening to what Andy was saying and uh I I I don't think any of us can dispute you know a big idea like that at this point or say it won't happen because this is still a very fluid situation. Uh As he mentioned, you know, contracts that have just been signed, some that are at various stages of of their length, which creates some issues of its own, and some that uh, have a short time frame remaining, could play into this. Uh, I I think that um, it's really got to be what's, somewhere in the North Star there, it's what's What's the healthiest for college football? I think somewhere along there, and then obviously all the sports, I'm not ignoring that, but uh, how all this plays out where people feel like in the long run that it's healthy for the game. Uh, people have talked about the idea of a Premier League type of situation. I'm not saying that isn't you know, um, possible in the long run, and I'm not saying that we're involved in any conversations right. which would lead to that but you just have to cool. think out of the box i don't I know love I, the idea I, of I just um that that's not at all trying to send a message that that that's possible um in the near future but i'm not sure that i i um i'm not sure that i'm comfortable with giving up what college football has had for a long time, and I think has made it really, really good. And that is, much as people don't always like it, that there are multiple winners and that you have ways of lifting up fan bases um, during the course of a year or in a postseason that continues to create interest. You know, it, it drove people crazy. The bowls, The Bulls, yeah. you know. And I'm not talking about the Bulls themselves per se, <clears throat> but the idea that you continue to find ways to keep the regular season relevant. Mm -hmm. That's why I was a big proponent for the expansion of the college football playoff. Probably could have been fine if it stayed at just two teams, even though that drove people crazy too in the way that two teams were selected. But once we went to four and it created more dialogue around the fifth and sixth, and we knew if we went five and six it would be around – the eight, 12 seemed like the right number. Andy and I have actually talked about this, and Andy, feel free to hop in here, but I, I just think that the more that we can focus on creating interest throughout the regular season for college football, then itself will be healthy in the long run because that's the economic engine for all the other sports that we sponsor.
5: Andy, well, one more the, question.
1: Go ahead, Andy. I'm sorry.
5: Oh, I was going to say, well, the, the interest in the regular season, I think the, the 12-team playoff of people oh, – get that mixed up, they think the bigger playoffs are going to make the regular season less interesting because you're not going to have these titanic games where somebody's knocked out of the national title picture with one loss. It's, it's not like that. First of all, one loss is going to knock you out anyway now. But it's going to engage so many more fan bases that actually have a chance to make the playoff where they're not just checking out by the, the middle of October or early November. Correct. And then in terms of regular season games, you know, now you guys... Aren't, aren't guilty of this, Joe. You, you've done a good job of bringing in really good out-of-conference competition. You know, you, you bring bringing SMU in next week. and uh, it's, But some of your brethren have not done a great job of this. And they've scheduled some, some really boring games in their non-conference. And, you know, it, 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 that killed the regular season more than anything else. Like, your regular season, I'm looking at the 2024 schedule, going to be pretty awesome. Playing LSU in Texas yeah. at Auburn, Alabama. Yeah. It's going to be
1: pretty awesome. One more question before we let you go. We, we were having a good discussion about NIL before we brought you on. Oklahoma announced this uh, ASD division uh, that's kind of groundbreaking yesterday, they're going to have here. Kind of the same Is question for you. The general, the general booty shorts? Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, uh, Joe's got in them that on right now. Th- yeah. And the cream okay, that goes with it. Where, where is? The, what's this going to look like in five years? I mean, we're going to figure this thing out. This is seems like chaos right now, Andy.
5: This is the best deal the schools and the players are going to get. And if you guys ever figure that out and just let it go and leave it alone, then everybody can can get along. But if you keep fighting for a, a you know a legislative solution or keep trying to to push, you know, different guardrails onto, onto this thing, uh, you're going to get pushed into making them employees. And then you'll have a solution at that point because you'll be able to nego- negotiate a collective bargaining agreement and have rules that you can enforce. But I know the schools don't want that, but that is what they are forcing everything into. It will happen if they keep pushing back on what are basic economic rights that athletes should have always had.
1: Do you think we will eventually or soon kind of get rid of the middleman here and where athletic departments can directly be in charge of, of NILs?
5: I think uh, that would be the smart thing to do. It's just you've got to get the schools to get over themselves about the idea of, of using it to induce recruits because yeah. you're going to. The market wants to pay these people for their value as football players. You will never stop the market from paying them. You haven't stopped it in 150 years, and you're not going to stop it now.
1: Good stuff. Um, I lied. What, Oxford, Mississippi, one of our road trips next year. Where do Woo! we need to go for breakfast?
5: Big Bad Breakfast, John Currence's place. It's Big spectacular. Bad it's biscuits and tomato gravy. And, I mean, it's, everything on the menu is great. It's, it's very much like Neighborhood Jam. Very, you know, everything. You, you, you regret everything you don't order
1: very good very good keep him on speed. listen dial, to this Jeff. guy he knows no i know he knows i know he knows andy thanks for your time i know you're very busy we appreciate it uh, as always and ha- have a good year oh uh, my pleasure thank you guys
2: thank you, you andy see you soon
1: he's sharp he's about as good as there is covering the game oh, right phenomenal. now phenomenal yeah
2: phenomenal all F- right former uh, former player under bob stoops University of Florida. That's
1: right. That's right. It's still living in Gainesville where he said uh, a Paul has set in this morning after a 24-11 loss at Utah last night. Quick break. We'll be back in Joe C. Day right after this.
0: The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment. The one for games. The one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best.
1: Breakfast has arrived here at Neighborhood Jam. We've still got another hour of the show. Come on by and see us. Joe Castiglione is here for our annual Joe C Day today. Great talking with Andy Staples of Hawn 3 once again. T.J. Perry has arrived. Drake Dyken has kindly taken his spot back in studio. And uh TJ's here. We have not given him the gift that Joe brought for him yet. In fact, we'll do that next segment. Stay with us. This is going to be fun. It's TJ's 50th birthday, and it's Joe C. Day here at Neighborhood Jam. We'll be back.
0: Sound off any time of day on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Right here on the home of Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. You're listening to the home of Sooner fans. K-R-E-F, Norman, Oklahoma.
3: And streaming live on the K-R-E-F app.
2: The Ref Sports Radio Network.